21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. Hi, Jeremy. How are you today? Good, man. How are you? I'm so excited to be on here. Well, thanks. Thank you very much. We had a wonderful intro, but we will not put it in the in the podcast. No, you got to shave it. In. You got to put it in. <laughs> okay. The shaving exactly. thing, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay, it, I, I will. The authenticity part of this is is why I do it. Oh, anyway. absolutely. You will be amazed what kind of stupid questions I can ask you. Authentic. <laughs> I want you to I want stupid you to bring all deep, the stupid all this deep, clever questions. The, the more the more stupid this interview questions are, the better I do. So that's, I that's great. That's stupid wonderful. Stupid and deep is exactly so where I go. Let's immerse into positive psychology and <laughs> think our our energies. Hi, Jeremy. Can you introduce yourself? Nice having you on 21st Century Entrepreneurship. Yeah. Basically, it will be audio podcast. So I will ask you a question and I will shut up and so I can edit it later. (laughs) Okay. You edit, you edit, you can edit any of me in or out. So if you need a, if you need a soundbite later, I'm, I'm more happy. I'm, I'm happy to do that as well. Can um, I shave you? You can show me. Shave, shave me, shave. show me. Can I shave you? Oh, yeah, you can shave me too. Like okay. if, you have a, <laughs> if, you, if you would like, I can shave myself and give you this animated picture and then send that video as well. I'm finding very interesting regarding you. You are a founder of a several business, very successful businesses. Yep. You had a very interesting journey, not only regarding business, but your, let's say, personal development. So if you can share something about it with, with us and with our audience. Yeah. So first off, uh, thank you so much. This is an amazing opportunity. Um, Mr. Jeremy. Yeah, I have been an entrepreneur since I believe the day I came into this world. Um, I started kind of my first company when I was seven. And that was seven seven years old. A little bit of a background on that. Uh, My mom got a call. Okay, sorry. (laughs) This is exactly what I can sell at seven years old. (laughs) Okay. When I feel like I could sell anything. But um, so my mom got a call from the principal that was like, okay, so you have a little entrepreneur on your hands. And I go, uh-oh. Uh, she goes, okay, and? And the principal was like, I got a couple calls from a few parents that said Jeremy has been cleaning out kids' piggy banks. And I go, Beautiful. like, willingly. They, I had kids bringing me, like, bags of, like, $20 of quarters. And like it was like literally... Some, some kind of bank or... Exactly. I was a, I was a holding company for their, their funds anyway. And it was like my first ever membership club. It was just like, Hey, you want to be my friend? You want to swing with me on the swing? Uh, here's $20, $20. And it was kind of funny where that's where I was like, okay, this is kind of, I correlate effort with profit. And By the way, like, just 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 one 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 short question. A lot of uh, yeah. our entrepreneurs, listeners, are asking me about paid membership sites. 
Ah. What do you think? Uh, is it is it a good uh, way to to get to get some money as your piggy bank from the school? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I love how you put that. But for me, I think paid membership sites are the way to go, right? Okay. Especially if you if you lean toward more of your personality. I think well, there's a thing out there in the ethos called like personality selling. And a lot of times if you if you gear yourself toward that, courses, coaching, a lot of that stuff is geared toward the people that can outwardly express or empathize with someone. So if you have like high EQ or emotional intelligence, I believe you set yourself up for a perfect online course membership platform. Um, and we build a lot of those uh, in at V1 as well. So mm -hmm. Like if anyone wants to come and needs any help setting up their course, we can do that. Any tips and tricks for the use guys like Wild Apricot or it's a business secret? Oh, no, no, no. So like we actually have these pre-built modules in our company that we set them up for like uh -huh. a membership okay. site. So like there's a couple things, like a couple modules that they would want. And one of those things is like a payment gateway, right? So we essentially move the modules based on what they want. And we set it up within a couple of weeks and ship it to them. Ah, cool, cool. Sounds sounds like a great model. So let's go back to your seven years old piggy bank story. <laughs> piggy bank rock, <laughs> piggy bank entrepreneur. And uh, so when I was like eleven, I started this sales company uh, where it, at, for every item like knickknacks, right? Like I would go out and sell uh, wrapping paper to neighbors. You know what I mean? So I would sell from this company. Every item I sold, I got $3. And I would then hire, I then hired my brother, Matt, who I gave $1 for everything he sold. And I got $2 for doing nothing. So, so in, 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 in psychology, we usually, for no, for, for no answer, we usually say it's, it's like, like verbal slamming on in your face ah yeah, so yeah, yeah how important those yes cookies are when you are still young i'm referring to yep. you know like old books like emotional intelligence yeah. and two cookies experiments etc so how important for you and for your mm. personal and business development was to actually earn that first three dollars oh it it is i say uh I say a sale to me now is better than sex. So mm -hmm. like one, I get a high off of seeing like the Stripe transaction on my watch. Mm -hmm. It's the number one thing in life. But there is nine times that something didn't go through. And I just believe it's, I mean, if you call it the cookie strategy, right? Like you get a cookie for this little thing, or you get a cookie for this or a treat for that, whatever. Um, I mean, I, I like that and I admire that strategy. At the same time, I'm thinking, dude, it's so freaking hard to, uh, you go through such ebbs and flows and entrepreneurships and peaks and valleys that I think you just need to have that mentality where you do get a cookie for that yes. Because there's, there's 20 no's for every yes that you yes. get, right? How so do like you, you feel can, even today? Yeah. Be, be, be honest. How do you feel even right. today when somebody say no? I take it so hard. Like I'm, I have a problem and it, admittedly so that when someone says, no, I don't want this, you're supposed, you're, they tell you, you're supposed to just go, go on to the next. It's a numbers game. 
I struggle with any <laughs> internally. I don't, I don't even tell people this now it's broadcast everywhere, but I really believe that I ha I still internally struggle with my rates not being 80%, 90%. I could close nine out of 10 people and that 10th person, I'm not going to be like, ah, great. I got nine. I'm going to go home to my wife or to my manager, Josh, and I'm going to say, fuck, this mm. guy said no for this. I take it a yeah. little more harsh than I actually should. And that's just something I, I need to compartmentalize and get better at as I grow as a CEO. Yeah, well, actually, Great it's, question, it's, by the it's, way. It's, it's, it's a huge problem. It's unbelievable how huge problem it became. One of, one of, one of our guests a uh, few episodes ago, um, she was talking about uh, suicide rates among entrepreneurs. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. Actually, in your part of the world, so people fucking know. kill themselves. They, they are hanging around the LA trees. They are jumping from the, <laughs> you know, they are absolutely <laughs> crazy because it's hard to 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 to, to get to know as an answer. Dude, no one. I wouldn't wish. Legitimately, I wouldn't wish entrepreneurship on an enemy. It is a <laughs> curse. Like yes, I wrote is. a piece in Entrepreneur Magazine that was like uh, the always on entrepreneur and how entrepreneurship is a disease. Mm -hmm. Like I've gotten fired from every job I've ever done, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I, this isn't something, it's just something I'm geared to do. I don't think anyone wants to hire me to do anything that's like I'm not an authority on. easy to say oh i want this tesla oh yeah sorry like i want this tesla or i want this house in the hills but you got to work your fucking ass off for it like it's it is that mentality where you're just going to have to get through the hard times and you're going to have to work 50 60 70 80 hours and at some point you need to have a mental check like is this for me am i worth being a number one is like my stress and health worth being a number one at my company versus a two three four at some other company right and like jeremy and and the context it's unbelievable uh uh so as we have an honest uh, and open conversation i love this before yeah yeah sure finally finally uh something different uh finally something different <laughs> on your podcast <laughs> there we go well actually actually a lot of a lot of people are pretty open uh but good. not not so much as you are uh mm. so and that's i'm glad good. i could do I, I like to be as open as possible. I, yeah, I believe absolutely. more people would be successful as an, in entrepreneurship if they knew what it really was and they knew what it really took. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. So, yeah. so basically regarding the context, um, not only it's hard to getting the no as an answer, but for example, mm -hmm. five minutes before, before our meeting, our podcast, whatever we want to, yeah. to call it. I had, I had an argue with, uh, with Daria, with my partner. She asked me, okay, so what kind of money are we talking about? Uh, you are interviewing that guy, Jeremy. So who is the Jeremy? What? And I, you know, and I, I'm trying to, to tell yeah. her, well, you know, he's really very clever dude. He did a lot of things uh, yeah. uh, from seven years old. And she, she does not buy that story. And she doesn't then I buy say, it. Okay, you know, I have my email list. He has his email list. We will promote each other. She's not yep. buying it. So it's uh, basically 
I'm trying to be uh, uh, funny, but it's 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 a really serious story. Sometimes our context yeah. does not understand us as entrepreneurs. No, dude. Even the closest people to us, like my wife or like your partner, it is one. Th- it is one. Th- no one knows what you're going through, and that's what's hard. Sometimes I've thought, "Fuck, I need a." Th- fucking therapist or something. You know what I mean? Like I need advisors are only there when you kind of, when they're, when they want to be there, right? Like other founders know, but you can't really find someone that is at your exact same time and knows your exact same story. It's really hard because you are truly the only person who walks in your shoes all the time. People can have similar stories or they can talk similar lessons or similar mistakes that they've made, but you will make your own mistakes. And it's like, I call it, I don't know. I have it written down in my office somewhere. Like it's Jeremy's threshold of mistakes. Like someone can tell you, don't make these six mistakes, but what's going to happen is you're going to make your own six mistakes. You're just going to negotiate around the six they told you. So it's really a path. You need to make X amount of mistakes in order to be successful. So I don't know, it's about doing, figuring out at some point in time, I need to get out of this because there's not a lot of people that can go to their partner or their spouse and say, hey, I just had this. Like, imagine, imagine you having a 16 hour oh, day. Oh, don't, don't even mention that, that topic. <laughs> don't even mention that topic when I'm so excited and come to her and say, you know, yeah. I have so beautiful yeah. idea and I just see her eyes, her, her, you know, yep. the, the face. The <laughs> yeah, that's it. Man. She's and full, you- very supportive at that moment. I'm ironic, of course. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So like for me, it's, like, what if, what if your partner has a bad day after you working 16 and a half hours and you're, she's like, uh, do the dishes. And you're like, fucking asshole. Like you, you just under your breath. You're like, if you only knew what I went through, I don't remember what it's like to get a paycheck. Did you try with foot massage? It usually works <laughs> you in my know? case. I'm telling you, I'm taking that advice. That's probably the best. No, really. That's, that's you I'm know, in here and now, Eckhart Tolle, here and now, foot massage. Forget about <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking about different topics. Do you see how much uh, we, we, we use the authenticity uh, 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 for last couple of years? But it, it, yeah. it has, uh, it's like a coin. It has two sides. Sure. What's so basically, so the, well, uh, so from, from one, one point of view, if you want to succeed, you need to be authentic. So people yep. need to say, yeah. ah, okay, so Jeremy is that guy. Yeah. But from other point of view, there will be some PR experts. There will be some friends from big corporation world yep. that will tell you, well, you know, to, you need to bend a little bit more. You don't need, you are not allowed to be. Yeah. Sp- I love that. So like, uh, when I first started out, I was very, very, very self-conscious about putting any opinion of mine out there. Um, and when I got my first, I always think about this. I always, if you're selling something or you're running a business and you're trying to get your first clients or your first customers or whatever you're doing. Um, I was just talking about this with Josh is that you kind of, 
you kind of start in stages when you start any kind of venture. And first it's like the crying stage where you're like just trying to get out of it with like your tears. And then you're in this begging stage where you're begging people to try your service or be your friend or do whatever it is and then begging for money. And then eventually you get to the point where like you're starting to charge people a little more and you can, you start to get that arbitrage and that leverage. So at any, at any, at the beginning of any venture, I think it's important that you lead with that authenticity side because if I go back to the first time I ever did my article, um, I was afraid that none of my friends would like it, right? None of my friends would share it. None of my friends would su subscribe to it or follow my blog or whatever it was. And you want to know what's the fucking truth? Not a lot of my friends did, right? But I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, when I posted that article and I looked at my stats at entrepreneurmagazine.entrepreneur.com, I had a thousand shares. Beautiful. A thousand shares on that as a nobody, which meant out of the 10, so I, I take that back, 10 to 20, maybe 15 or 20 of my friends, my close friends shared that article, but I had 900 friends on Facebook, right? I'm thinking I've got 900 friends, but no, what happened was, is I got the 20 in my core group, right? Who cares about the other 880 that friends that I had? But I found 980 new friends by, by leading with authenticity. The people that, found, that loved that message. And it was a very eye-opening experience. Like, holy shit, if I become the person who I really, really am, I will attract the people who will buy from me or will like my company or will just emphasize or empathize with my message. So it's, it's very important that if you are authentic, you will find your people. I, I, time and time again, it's proven itself. So some people uh, call it a tribe. Do you have your specific name for, are, are they your followers or yeah, tribe so or? We call it the V1 tribe or, and I, well, we have in my company, it's the V1 tribe. And then uh, for the podcast following, it's not boring nation. So a lot of the people like this, this is one of the best fucking interviews I've done, by the way, like. You are. Thank you very much. You and you know, and now I, maybe I will delete this and maybe I will by purpose leave it. Now <laughs> it's a perfect time for first CTA. So, uh, no, but, but by all means, I, I, mean, I mean now it's the perfect time for the audience to know a little bit more. So basically you are not just a Jeremy, a guy that is uh, uh, very comfortable to, to speak with, uh, that has its own way of thinking and you, you, you are really a fast thinker and deep thinker, but you, you are pretty successful. So are we talking about uh, three figures, five figures, six figures? So this company is, that's a great question. So this company is my third six figure company, but it'll be my first seven figure company. Bravo, beautiful. That's so a like, huge, huge quantum leap. That's yeah, it, it really is. Like, and that's it's amazing. Cool that we're getting there like this year. So that's our run rate where we're raising more money. 
we're doing all these things. We're showing the traction that we need to show. And it, we raised our first capital round like earlier this year. And Beautiful. it's great. My first two companies were able to figure a year will now feed this beast that is kind of my never ending, not boring snowball. Okay. Can you repeat the last sentence? Because I don't know why I, I think I, I mean, oh, yeah. I have 50 megabits uh, <laughs> carbon connection, but for some reason, I think maybe there were Russians or something like that. But when we speak about money, we have interference. There we go. They want this episode. <laughs> They're spreading this. Ep this is going to be your number one episode. That's all I know. The, the I, I, I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> if we go, uh, we cannot go from the scratch. Let's, let's be so, uh, we, we cannot, we cannot say, you know, guys listening to us, uh, if you want to become Jeremy, this is your first step. So let's, let's start something somewhere from, from the middle. So let's say, um, you already have, uh, a good idea. You already yep. have a small tribe. You yep. already found a way how to, uh, play by by the book regarding um, anti-spam laws we have in yep. Europe GDPR etc. Yeah. So we have a lot of obstacles. Everything uh, is becoming more and more expensive. So you cannot uh, have hood suit for free right. anymore. So damn it! You know, I love so, that so, stuff. Yeah, definitely. So what what would be your suggestion to? So okay. You are definitely into into your awareness. You are definitely into your authenticity. Mm -hmm. You have a very specific learning curve. Um, you develop so I think, your time. Yeah, I think my advice to anybody, if they start out and they just have an idea. So most most of my days are people with digital products. So like anyone that has a digital product, um, I I literally have built my company around my own experience with being a non-technical founder. So I don't know how to code. I don't know. I barely know how to really design, but I had to teach myself all these things because tech is tens of thousands of dollars to build your website or build your mobile app, which we essentially give to people for 200 bucks a month. So I'm trying to, if I know one, that if this, if the platform I have today right now existed four years ago when I started, I would be a hell of a lot farther and I would have a hell of a lot more money than I do now. So it is, it's one thing where I built this for those people that have an idea that want to get it out. They want to get it out as fast as possible. And then they also think that like, it is one thing where I just want to make it happen for as many people as possible. And I'm trying to get that price down. Um, but like 200 bucks is the best price that we can do. So mm -hmm. like, um, listen, and again, if you're an entrepreneur and you've got like a thousand dollars to spend, right. You need to, and you need to like kind of go and spend some on your platform and on your product. $200 is nothing. So there's a lot of education on our side. Um, but everyone can treat their business like they live in the 1980s. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you're, if you're really scratching for dollars, it's what people, are, people aren't doing today with digital products are knocking on doors. So like if you actually go door to door to door, 
with a digital product and you go, hey, no, I'm just here to solve a problem that I think you might have. Do you have this problem? No, let me move on. So like if you bring new age tech to old ways of distribution, I think you're going to be, I think you're going to be golden. Like most people spend a shit ton of money with Facebook ads and Instagram ads that are now getting more expensive. I just ran a campaign with Craigslist. It cost me a fraction of the price and I added 300 emails on my email list, double opted in email lit on my email list. Beautiful. They got my, they got my idea kit, which was my digital ebook. And now I'm sitting here going for less than a hundred dollars spend on Craig. No one's thinking I'm going to advertise on Craigslist. Uh, we got a few salespeople out of that. It's, it's, sales- it's a beautiful list, by the way. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful way. <laughs> it's easy it is- to use. It's, it's, uh, yep. of great e- value, yeah. easy to use great value. Yeah. And I think it's, it's disproportionate, right. To what, to what you actually spend every, if everyone is thinking Facebook, don't think Facebook, right? Like if everyone around you is telling you Facebook, do not do Facebook because if everyone is playing there, it's going to be louder and it's going to be more noisy than you can get active with if you're starting at zero, if you're starting at nothing. So you've got to play the unfair advantage and one person right now can do hand-to-hand combat. So like I can go knock on doors. I can go email and bug friends. I can go in um, Facebook groups and, and biz dev with people in them that are somewhat lateral to my, uh, my business or my tribe. So it is, it, you don't need much. So I'm trying to package that all together and give it to people. And a lot of it, I just give away for free at the same time. It is something where, um, yeah, encouragement and like in coaching, like what you do is, is so important. Absolutely. So uh, basically, where can we, f- where can we find you? You can find me at notboringbusiness.com. Okay. Uh, you can, anyone can email me at Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, uh, at your V1, Y-O-U-R-V-O-N-E.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at the, T-H-E, Jeremy Redman. And I think, and you can also find, uh, let me think, yourv1.com, buy our stuff. <laughs> Beautiful. So, so it's, so it's like, like, a, like, a, like an ad. It's like call to action, something like that. Oh yeah. Oh, got you, got you, the CTA, <laughs> the call to action. So like, it's one thing where I can actually get on it mm-hmm. with, uh, it's, it's one thing where, <laughs> okay. So like, I, I, I really think um, that you're able to reach out to anybody via that old school communication. So like I, on my very first ever podcast episode, I gave out my real phone number. I don't even know if like bots and shit can like crawl that and like, te- I get more robo spam calls now. But sometimes I get a text message with people. Every now and again, I get a text message with like, is this your real number? And I'm like, yeah. So then we start going back and forth. So there's, uh, I, I really believe that people need to just get going now. 
Like, and do you think that we, <clears throat> uh, we from Europe or or from some other parts of the of the world, have any any chance regarding uh, penetrating on the U.S. market? So basically, do you think uh, uh, any any other of us have any chance uh, knocking on the doors of your neighbors, no matter we are not from the states? Well, no, I think I think a lot of the things are like um, a lot of big piece with like like courses and things where if it's a, if it's a language barrier piece where there are things out there that are like uh, Russian to English language, for instance, or some kind of education through that vein is very important. I mean, if you, if you overcome that kind of hurdle or you take the course, or you make a membership course around that uh, you can play in like, you can play in the U S and there's only a, there's only certain things that you need to know or certain like just canned responses or certain sentences that you can learn and, and teach um, that are definitely applicable to doing 80% of the business. It's that whole 80-20 rule. So like if you teach 20% of this survival English, right? Russian to English, and you teach that 20% of the of the English, that will get that will solve 80% of any business issue. There's an incredible value to that over here, I think. That's a good one. Right now, in my eyes, Jeremy is a nobody. But like everyone else that's listening to this, that is probably a nobody. If I can do it, you can too. Just get off your goddamn ass and do something. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't. Like, if you know you want to start a business, take one step in that direction. Like, I, I don't think I'm that amazing, but yet I've created something that other people think is amazing. I am just like you people. I'm just like everyone else. I don't have a big name, but I've done things that impact other people. I think if everyone kind of took that step in that right direction, this world would be a better place in the, in the business structure across the globe would be a, a better ecosystem. So Absolutely. There's no, ex, there's no excuse. Like get going, get started, personally reach out to me and I'll help you. Anyone that wants, that, that needs any kind of encouragement or any help. And I'm sure you do and, and feel kind of the same. So like leaving your listeners with that and some of my listeners that will be listening to this as well. It's a very, I don't think that message can be heard too many times. Like I do talks all the time where people come up to me and it's like, fine, I wasn't the greatest person for 60% of the audience. But the four people up after, that come up at, to me after and are like, will you be my mentor? Oh, will you, help, oh, will you help me do it? And I'm like, yes, man, I will help you. Like, let's do this together. And I'm telling you right now, some of those people piss me off when I actually go and check up with them and they're like no, I didn't do that. I didn't do it. And I'm like, God damn it. You fucking wasted my time. <laughs> and I'm like, just do something. Even if that thing is wrong, yeah, just sure. do something. Now you know that's wrong instead of sitting around going, is that wrong? There are people doing regular job and yep. wanting to go into entrepreneurship. Absolutely. And you have one, let's say, approach where the focus is that grows, meaning if I will focus on my idea, 
Yep. If I invest everything in it, at some point, maybe at last second of of of, of my of my breathing, I will succeed. The second think, option is. So, what's yep. your yeah? Okay, so uh, you're talking about people that are like like the is stuck kind of stuck in the nine to five, right? Yep. Like trying to do entrepreneurship. So for me, I think you need to be uh, you need to audit. Like, am I a, am I a, one number one? I'm working a nine to five. Do I feel stuck in the nine to five, or do I feel stuck in the nine to five where I want to be an entrepreneur, or do I like my nine to five and I want to be an entrepreneur? So there's two separate there's two separate ways here uh-huh. with two two separate paths. One is you want a side hustle that might one day lead to something amazing. And for those people, uh, after five o'clock hits, boom, you have a few hours before you need to play with your kids or before you need to do anything. So you, you take that coding course or you put your website together or you read a book on how to do something. I don't recommend reading a book to see, know how to do something. I recommend going to do that thing. But you have from about five to seven, you put the kids down to sleep, you put in bed, you, you play with them, whatever. That's only if you have kids. Then you have from 10 to midnight to do anything. And that's still getting decent sleep, waking up, whatever. That's that path. The other path is, or I guess the, to finish off that other side, is you see if that path grows and does it grow to where you're making more than that nine to five is and you want to take that path. That's a slower path normally, but it's a path I've seen people take that they're on it's more unconventional of an entrepreneurial approach um and it's a safer one so you're kind of mitigating the risk of entrepreneurship you're de-risking that investment for yourself um the second path which is more my path which is uh i'm a go for broke i'm i'm my i heard my wife say talk about partners my wife sat and we sat at dinner one time and she looked over at our friend and she goes I've come to terms with that uh, we're going to be living in a house on the hills or a box in the street. <laughs> I go, oh man, to hear that and to go, it one applies pressure to you, but I am a gopher broke all in, quit your job or get fired because when your back's against the wall, you need to bring income in. You need to bring revenue. I'll go out and beg. I'll beg people to do it. So when you, ha- when you don't have that fallback of the nine to five, you start that journey. I think that's a completely different journey to start when you're just like quitting, you're giving your two weeks. But I know multiple people who have done that and my manager is one of them. So like, and now he's making, he's very successful. It goes even even so far. How what are your personality traits? Mm-hmm. Of course. So basically, right. it's it's you not for everybody. Yourself. It's not right. for everybody. Yes. Th- that is a very harsh way to put it, but yeah. it's truly not for everyone. You I need mean, to that's, have that that's that's my way. Actually, Jeremy, that's my way of you know. I I I consciously go into discomfort zone because I know that I need to stretch so much, and when I stretch. What yep. people basically don't understand, if if guys listening to two of us, if you go to this comfort zone, at some point of time, if you will not hanging on a tree in LA, in some <laughs> point of time, your comfort zone will be bigger. Yeah, because you will be 
uh, yeah. enough of time in this comfort zone. So if you have a bigger comfort zone, what you have? You have more choices. Yeah, you, you can have more do more things. Yep. So, but more- but we need to stress out. It's not for everybody. It's really it, not I, for. I really believe that goes back to my original point of kind of auditing to see if you're a founder of a company and not just trying to play that role. You really are an entrepreneur, or you're an entrepreneur sidekick. You know, like that's the one thing I really think you should find out. A lot of people, like when I've built each one of my companies. There are a lot of people where I struggle for the longest time to get the product out to get sales. You get that sidekick that now thinks they're the entrepreneur and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't remember this time, MFR. Like you remember, let's, let's slow your roll down a little bit. And I've kind of had that where I've had to have that talk where it's like, let's keep nailing results. Let's keep doing this. So there's even some responsibilities on the entrepreneur sidekick, but they're not as much as, as the, the, the founding entrepreneur. And, but they are a little bit more than the threes, fours, five, six employees coming in. I think just being aware of that fluctuation and that exists um, will help people be more successful in their side hustle. Uh, a side hustler is still an entrepreneur. So it's still a great thing and you're still doing your, you're still making some revenue and you still, you still get that, um, you're feeding that, that fire in your belly, that entrepreneurial fire. And it maybe sounds, it's a easy conversation. Maybe sure. it sounds like uh, it's a easy going process, but uh, fuck no, it's, it it's, not. it's really not. This and is... that's one of the reasons why we are so lucky having you, Jeremy, on, <laughs> on, on our podcast, because people yeah. can actually contact you and yep. ask you those kind of questions yes. and they, they, can, they, they can get a concrete Yep. Well, maybe help is not the right word, but support and knowledge and, and the learning curve and, and steps. And how, how yep. would you define it? I, I would define this. Well, I would define that process as some kind of like entrepreneurial awakening. Like if, if it's just you trying to find out if you're an entrepreneur, I, I would really kind of gauge yourself as talking to a few entrepreneurs like myself, like you, um, reaching out personally if if we're not too busy to get back a hold of you i kind of tax just knowing this that if 20 people listening to this podcast email me how difficult it is to respond and help those 20 people on top of everything else we'll just run this test if you think you can handle everything a we'll call it a digital ceo does on a daily basis and I am willing to sit down. I'm willing to have a phone call with 30 people that come in through your podcast. Can you imagine how taxing that is? I don't have much free time, but I'm willing to do it because I know that is what an entrepreneur does. If you were willing to do something like that, imagine working a nine to five, taking 30 phone calls after, right? If you can handle that and that makes you excited, boom, you're an entrepreneur. It's these little tests in life where you start to take that first, that first step, that second step. Talking to an entrepreneur is kind of that first, that first step in going, yeah, I fucking, yeah, that, that makes me excited. How excited does it make, does it feel to build something and sell it? 
like that's the that you just if you connect with that feeling oh that is so that's another test i run like on that's myself it. that's yeah. it that's yeah. it so so basically once again your website or email if you can repeat it yourv1.com y-o-u-r-v-o-n-e.com is our website you can re if you request a demo i will actually take the demo i think i think we've gotten to the point uh we're almost to the point where i'm not taking them but you can email me personally at jeremy j-e-r-e-m-y at sign y-o-u-r-v-o-n-e dot com email me we'll set something up i get a so hold of for me. example the 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 100th person uh let's let's make a contest uh can get an exclusive video of you shaving your beer <laughs> I'm all in on that. I'm all in on that. The 25th person gets a video. If the 25 people email me here, then I'll do that. It's sure. a deal. It's I a deal, Jeremy. Share the video. It's a deal, Jeremy. It was so, Perfect. so nice talking to you. Wish you a this. wonderful rest of the day. I, I like it as well. It's, it, it was a great vibe. Keep in touch. Will do. Thank you so much. Thanks. Take care. Thank you. Spread the word by leaving a rating and review on iTunes. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.